But I will stomp your head in if you start a fight with me, you thug scum. Hush up, boy. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Yeah, baby. I am a Christian. Bad boy city. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Bad Boy City. Just yo, what's up? You had any had any cool experiences in the past twenty four hours? Not one. Not me either. Except Alex's surprise birthday party. Were you surprised? I was very surprised. Yeah, I was. I was taken aback by the amount of preparation put in. I want to thank everyone involved in the birthday party. Yeah, that was a very interesting experience. We had to wait for an hour, and then what was funny is that you walked in the door as you were having an anti-feminist rant to your wife and then you go oh hey guys as you open the door and then we were like happy birthday to you and then you pull your penis out that last part is actually debatable because i i don't think that it fell out it fell out i was kind of worried that like you would be like coming in the door and you were like wanting to fuck your wife or yeah, something it's my birthday let me get some yeah you were like oh the kids aren't home i'm trying to get some ass and then you just immediately come in fully twerked and then your whole family standing in the living room and you're like oh yeah like we're just like making out walking in yeah i'm, I'm married now we're, we're civilized like i got half a brownie hanging out of my mouth and you just got an erection and it's just real weird yeah no i was about to make her watch a ben shapiro video totally different vibe were you even thinking about getting pussy at that point, no. It's like six o'clock. It was baby. your birthday. My birthday, birthday schmurf day. You know yeah. How how is that? how is birthday sex when you're married? Is it even a big deal? Well, to be honest, I was very uh, very bloated from all the pizza and uh, the beers, and um, I was just sitting there like, oh man, I'd love to take a nap, but I I did end up uh, getting persuaded. Nice into. Uh, Doing, doing the thing, and you got forced good. into birthday sex. It was sex. solid. It was solid. I was not. I wouldn't put it that way. I was just. Um, you were coerced into it. Yeah, a little coercion, and there's nothing wrong with coercion. Well, there is. There is. Absolutely. Is. If if uh, if the the coins flip the other way. Yeah. But uh, if it's on heads, it's fine. That's true. And I got, heads, I got I mean, some uh, some of your birthday pussy. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. She just kept pinching me until I fucked her. Really? I hated it. <laughs> Ew, she pinched you into fucking? We're, yeah. All right. So so you're saying you were, like, not trying to. Nope. You were you were just, like, you were tired, you were ready to go, and then you got pinched? Mm-hmm. I feel like Tanner only has sex to get the demon out of him. That's exactly... I've yeah. said that. Yeah. I feel like he only fucks to get the demon out of him, because really, sex just gets in the way of what he really wants to do, and that's play Farm Simulator. Well, and the thing is, I've told her, like, hey, let me bust one out real quick, because I have a demon in me. Yeah. Gotta get it out. Big yeah. surprise, women don't like hearing that. Yeah, yeah, women definitely don't like That's hearing interesting. it. I told my ex one time, I was like, I need to be milked, I'm angry. And she hated that. Well, yeah, because they think of it as something beautiful. I think of it as a release. Yeah. There's nothing beautiful about fucking. I don't... Not us. No. You guys ever put on Marvin Gaye? Oh, <laughs> little Keith Sweat? <laughs> you know, I tried that. I tried that like a month ago. I just looked up like 70s sex music. Yeah? And... It was some fucking Motown. Some well, you are cool. trying to have another kid. And, uh, no, it was very weird. I was just sitting there laughing, thinking about people with afros and bell bottoms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. Hey. Your baby comes out with jeans on. He <laughs> <laughs> comes out with, like, a gold chain on and, like, some fucking Arabic script. What was with that? Like, have you ever seen that, like, from movies, like, back in the day? They got, like, a gold chain on and then, like, just, like, like, like Tupac had it, too. It's, like, either, like, a... Uh, Arabic symbol or Hebrew or some shit. Well, a lot of black people are Muslims. Well, I know that, but I don't think I don't think uh, Tupac was. Um, I don't know what I he think was. Tupac dabbled in a little bit of everything. Tupac did dabble in a little bit of everything, and look where he's at right now. Like all the Israel guys. Yo, do you have you gone down the rabbit hole on that where Tupac didn't really die? Not not Tupac so much, but I've gone down every rabbit hole there is to go down. I know a little bit of everything. I've I've thought I think that would be really cool if Tupac was in Cuba. I think that just makes it like bearable, like the truth, because he's the man. But I don't like Tupac. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He never made all that great of music. I liked him, and he was probably a jerk. Yeah, I, I was just more probably of a Biggie cool. guy. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. For sure. I I will say, in 
in nineties rap, there's nothing better than Notorious B.I.G. and like every song of his is a banger. He always sounded like he had a mouthful of goulash. Yeah, I know. Well, he did. Yeah. How do you think he got to be B.I.G., brother? Yeah. Yeah, you think he got that lazy eye from fucking genetics? No, he just ate too many pepperoni slices, and that's how his eye turned out. Why yeah. do you think Italians look the way they do? Yeah. Because mm, of the gabagool? Yeah. The gabagool gets you every time. Yeah. God, I ate, I ate so many sulfates, I'm seeing double vision. Fucking shit's uh. crazy. So today, I went Tony, to... Tony, I'm uh, having heart palpitations yeah. again. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. You and your fucking palpitations, huh? Sound like my fucking mother. That's such hey, a good impression. You think, you think that's a good... Yeah. yeah. It's pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Um, so today, I went to uh, pick, up, pick up the kids from my uh, wife's dad's house. And uh, he, he started talking to me about Epstein. Oh, no. And... He, he he was he was telling me he was showing me Facebook reels, giving me give me some information. One of the better uh, sources of information. Yeah, he was telling me that Jeffrey Epstein was actually a part of the Israeli government, uh-huh. and he was he was planted here. And Ghislaine Maxwell was given Ghislaine. Her dad, I think, was Mossad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes was given to Jeffrey, and the whole purpose of the island was to get blackmail on American senators and celebrities so Israel would hold the upper hand on America. And he said that Jeffrey Epstein's still alive in Jerusalem, walking around right now. Now, you lost me on the—you had me in the first half there, brother, but the last part— not so sure about, but I have heard about that. Like um, when they raided his uh, New York mansion, that he had a safe, and inside it was an exp- expired fake passport. Uh, to I think I think it was either. Uh, forgive me if I'm incorrect, but I thought it was an Israeli passport. And in the past, there's been ties where he's been connected to Mossad. Do I know fully what Mossad is? I thought that was like a Greek dish with feta cheese and honey in it, but apparently it was it's the president not. of of Israel. But uh, yeah, so no, it's it's like their their KGB uh, information. Oh, their yes. CIA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I guess Ghislaine's uh, dad runs like the biggest news corporation in all of England, and uh, I uh, didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like she was very, very rich. So, what motivation would she have to be hustling out here trying to make a little money off old Jeff? Yeah, none. None. Well, you also have to consider maybe she's just a pedophile. Can women be pedophiles? Absolutely, uh, she was, wasn't she? Or. Was she a strong uh, ally <laughs> to the Israelis? I think she was a pedophile. But you know what I will say <laughs> about she, Jelaine? She probably was. Is she had some smokers on her. She had hogs. Dude. I mean, I say, like she's, lady. I say like she's dead. She's still alive as far as I know. But Well, yeah. yeah she's eating fucking filet mignon every night in her, in her jail cell, you know? Yeah. Well, she she's probably got the Pablo Escobar treatment. Oh, she's, she's getting by fine. Yeah, like she's chilling. She's yeah. playing tennis. Well, her husband was eating curtains, so that's was how he Jeffrey went out. Was her husband? No, I don't know what he was to her. No, they were just both pedophiles that hung out. I thought they, they were. I thought they were like partners though. Well, like, involved, yeah, not as not as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I think well, they're just boys that, and she uh, <coughs> just like, helped him quite a bit. Huh. And I, I I'm. I believe like Alex, Alex's theory, where it's like they're involved because of whatever reasons, you know. Yeah. Do you think they sat like you know they they lured people to the island and they kind of sat in like a room with a bunch of cameras, like Ashton Kutcher and Punked, and then when they sucker some senator into like a dark room, they're like, "Boys, we got them," and they're dapping <laughs> each other up. They're like, "Well, that's exactly what happened, actually." Yeah. Uh, there's another guy that was. He was in a New York guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, but he had his New York like mansion rigged for uh, camera and sound. He was getting them left and right. Good God. They were molesting crazy. What the uh, fuck? Ghislaine was also involved with him. What the fuck is wrong with people? So here, here's, here's an interesting tidbit of information I just stole off Google. Sweet. It says, accounts differ on when Maxwell first met American financer Jeffrey Epstein. According to Epstein's former business partner, Stephen Hoffenberg, Robert Maxwell introduced his daughter to Epstein in the late 80s. 
Oh. They've been boys. Yes, but Ghislaine's dad introduced Ghislaine to Jeffrey. Ghislaine's or Ghislaine's dad, part of the KG or the uh, fucking Mossad. Interesting. Yeah. This is getting deep. Yeah, and and you know what? Here's the thing I wanted to talk about to everybody. We have kind of transcended from being a comedy podcast. We're now a news podcast with fake news. Yeah, we have no clue what the fuck we're talking about. If you ever like the six people that listen to this, if they ever are like, God, I I wonder what they have to say about. Absolutely, fuck all. We know nothing about nothing. I mean, I think five minutes ago we were talking about coming. Yeah, I, I have a computer just like everyone else, and I believe the first thing I read. Um, oh, if it if it like stands with the stuff I wanted, like the stuff I want to believe, that's what I believe. That's the fact. Yeah, it's they like, tell me the Whoa, truth. This is exactly what I thought to begin with. You know, you know who does that quite a bit. Our dear friend Adam. He will search yeah. through what he wants to hear. He'll he'll ignore like the facts from 20 different scholarly articles and he'll be like that's fake news now this website that's really just a forum they know exactly what they're fucking <laughs> talking about you or, know what's really interesting on 4chan. yeah really tuned in. i was yeah. driving to the to the shoe store today yeah and uh my uh my stepson was um vehemently arguing with me about if the the megalodon exists or not and i tried telling him man Went extinct 3.6 million years ago. Oh, he thinks it's still actively swimming around. He w- He's sure that somebody found a Megalodon and was paid $4 billion on a cruise ship. <laughs> to what? They just were like, oh, shit, you shouldn't have seen that. Here's $4 billion <laughs> so, so you don't have to tell anybody about this big shark because it's earth-shattering news that a big shark's still around. For rediscovering the Megalodon. <laughs> And he was trying to tell me that there are people in the water that are like uh, Iron Man kind of okay. in the way that they look. And they're swimming around. They're human fish creatures oh. in, in the water. And I said, where, where are you getting this information? And he said, oh, there's a YouTuber that puts out videos. And I said, all right, so let's think about incentive here. Like, do, do you know what incentive means? He's like, no. And I was like, well... The YouTuber is incentivized to say fantastical stories to get views. The scientists aren't incentivized by anything. They're just looking at the water because that's what they do. They want to know what fish are doing. Do you think the one YouTuber that gets money for people clicking on his videos is right? Or all the scientists that say that that's not true? And he said, but no, it's $4 billion. (laughs) (laughs) The best part of this is that your stepson is 22 years old. And when that's the best part of it. He is going to be a Jones head yeah. so hard. Yeah. And that rules. I cannot wait for him to cross that threshold. How old's the oldest yeah. one? Ten? Ten. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I think it's really cool because it uh, that's the kind of stuff that interests me, you know? It's like, I love, I used to love learning about cryptids when I was young, you know? Mm. Oh, dude. Cryptids I still sick as hell. I still go down there. What's your favorite cryptid? Um, I just like aliens for the most part. Yeah, aliens. Aliens pretty much are cryptid. They're cryptid adjacent. Yeah, I mean like Mothman and all that shit. I like Mothman. There's there's a good theory that he's a uh, he's like a time um, renegade yeah. kind of. And the Men in Black showed up around what is it Point Place, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah, they showed up because he's a, they're the time police, and he's a time renegade, and he's fucking stuff up. He came back tell him that the bridge is collapsing. And they were there to stop him. Couldn't stop him, obviously. But yeah, this is a really solid theory. Like this sounds completely grounded in reality. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes to figure it out, you got to get out of reality, brother. I, I really like the theory of the interdimensional lizard people that really? come in and out of our lives, weave themselves in, um, because that's an interesting explanation for the pyramids. You know, what I, about I was the watching... lizard people live in the center of the earth. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I, I haven't gotten that deep into it yet. Yeah. I was thinking more spaceships. It's an alien race. Well, you got to dig, apparently, well, brother. I, I watched uh, Ancient Aliens, and they were uh, they were showing like how the pyramids had flying saucers on the inside of them, and mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. You know what? I'll say it, and I'm, I, I love all that shit. I hated Ancient Aliens. 
I never watched it. I hated it. I liked it, but I, I only watched a few episodes. I wasn't obsessed it, with it. It was just, yeah, people are, like, so obsessed with it where they, like, hang on to it. Like, it is, like, fucking gospel of, like, fringe alternative history and conspiracy and stuff. But it's really not, if you sit down and watch a fucking episode, it's literally that dude with, like, the something the about. Hair yeah, the something about Mary combing my hair fucking guy. And he's just, like, they just, he holds on to, like, one facet. And he'll be like. Look at frogs. Frogs are green. And then it's a whole episode about how fucking frogs are really aliens because of their fucking skin color. It's like, dude, they're just fucking green. Get over it. If they let you release it, it's probably not true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We don't talk about it. I have some insane beliefs. Yeah? Well, let's talk about it. Fucking Earth's probably hollow. It's fucking filled with aliens. There's a bunch of aliens fucking... Controlling your government Wait, and all you, that stuff. You, you, Whoa, you, you think the world's hollow? Very well could be. <laughs> <laughs> Where's no, this I, came I, from? Because I've known you for a long time. Yeah, this is, this, is a surpri- this is a surprise to me, too. Because he's never so brought this up. I'm not so sure about hollow, but there's a lot of cave systems, in, especially in North America and China. But I think maybe some guys are hiding out in there. Uh, do you remember? I, hiding we, inside the earth. Inside, yeah. So what do you, what do you think about volcanoes? Seems like a pretty good way to fucking blow an alien across the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So are the no, no, no. What's the Scientology thing? Zevnu or whatever. Zenu. Zenu. He jumped yeah. in the volcano. Yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden, he made L. Ron Hubbard a bunch of money. So, do you think that the aliens live below the the mantle or in the mantle? Probably inside of the crust. In the crust. I don't know if so we're going deep enough to pass the crust. Okay, okay. What's the furthest down we've, we've dig dug to get down close to the center of the earth? Because Documented? You, yeah, well, yeah, I guess it has to be documented. There's no, you know. The crust, like, what, 4,000 yards or something like that? That I doesn't mean, sound they, right. they haven't gone all that far down. My grandma told me I could dig the China. Yeah. And uh, I tried really hard. You ever bust out a shovel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was seeing. She was like, "Yeah, you just got to dig for a long time. Got to keep digging." Yeah. That's a really good way to entertain a kid, because it's like, well, no, that's a good way to fuck up your yard. Yeah. If it's the same hole, if it's you're working true. on the same hole, the kid gets stronger, the kid gets smarter from working hard, a little bit more grounded, yeah. and uh, it entertains them. I mean, what do you need a VR for when you got a shovel? You're about to be eating fucking uh, hot pots here in a little bit, buddy. I'm going to get some low main. <laughs> my dad my dad did take me one time. He's like, we're going to dig a hole to China. And then we ended up breaking my Uncle Johnny out of the penitentiary. So, you know, we didn't make it to China, but we made it under the fucking walls. There was a uh, serial killer. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he fucking, he went into the basement of his house. Fucking started hitting dirt with a fucking shovel. Yeah. Dug like a fucking 15 foot pit underneath of his house. He was a schizophrenic, and he would just sit in his fucking pit and piss and shit all over the place. Yeah. And just hang out. And he was a serial killer? Where, where's the killing come in? Um. Well, he's a schizophrenic, <coughs> a, like a little demon. He, he, like, had a literal, like, angel and devil type situation. Yeah. But a, li- a little demon would uh, tell him to fucking kill people. He and the, an- and the angel... Kids. Oh, damn. The angel was on one shoulder. He's like, no, don't do it, Terry. Just pee. Just pee on yourself just again. Piss, just piss. Yeah, just shit. But he, uh... Cock off, you When will. he was growing... I can't... I can't remember this guy's name to save my life. But when he was growing up, his uh, family were, like, cobblers. Made shoes. Mm-hmm. And he was having, like... Like, visions. God was talking to him. And telling him, like, hey, if you make the perfect shoe... There will be no evil in the world left. Nobody will ever have any problems again if you make a perfect shoe. So what he was doing was fucking. He he bought a bunch of mice or hamsters or something like that. Yeah. And he was trying to build the perfect shoe for them because if he could build a perfect hamster shoe, he could translate it into a human. Now I know that it's fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what you're saying right now. I'm just like I know this is like the rantings of a madman. Either that or you just made it up no, right I now. Because like it's so oddly specific where I like barely believe it. But that's the stupidest fucking thing I ever heard. No, uh, you guys know last podcast on the left. Yeah. They did a thing on him. It's like a three part thing. Oh. Dude, fucking rules. I've listened to it multiple times because it's so insane. Yeah. He uh his daughter had a skin condition 
She had like big blotchy red spots all over. It. I thought you were gonna say big fat tits. <laughs> it, it was it was a newborn baby with huge knockers. Oh, but uh, God came down and told him how to fix it. He broke into a woman's house, did a little nasty thing to her. N- no piv. He just got her juice. He scooped her juice and fucking put it like in a little glass bottle, and he started busting in the bottle because God told him if he had a mix of semen and coochie juice this is the worst part this is the worst all part? over his daughter's skin oh my and it would fix it god what the so, fuck how soon was his daughter healed immediately actually really yeah no fucking no. <laughs> probably never now well no now she's a new crusty no she's a neutrogena model now dude that is fucking wild no i was gonna it's fucking s- disgusting yeah that that grossed me the fuck out I honestly just want to turn the podcast yeah. off right now yeah. but uh i like police interrogation <laughs> videos you guys ever done oh that? yeah those are fun to yeah watch. like i've watched enough of them where if i ever got pinched for something i feel like i'd be confident enough well, actually, here's what you do when you get interrogated you by the police. refuse to let them interrogate you. Yeah, you say, hey, I want a lawyer. And then they're like, oh, come on, talk to me, Zach. You know, I don't think you're a bad guy. I think people just do bad things. And I'm pleading the fifth immediately. Even if you don't commit a crime, just plead the fucking fifth. And it's simple as that. You're right. done. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the, the main problem I, I tend to have when I go down these rabbit holes, okay, you get a court-appointed lawyer. I'm too poor to have a real lawyer. Yeah. I get a court-appointed lawyer. What's that jack-off going to do for me? Not a thing. He's going to have a fucking cum-stained tie and an old newspaper. His dad brought he... cum and fucking pussy juice all over him when he was a baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to be like, ah, I got you red-handed, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a similar case like this in 2008, and uh, it didn't go so well for my plaintiff. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I was watching those, like, police interrogation videos, and then, like, after a while, you know, you watch enough of those where you start getting desensitized, and then you just walk around, and you're like, man, why am I depressed and sad all the time? But literally 45 minutes ago, I was, like, watching a video, like, while eating Cheerios, and it's like, the man cut her head off and put it in a Brunswick bag and then drove to Los Angeles and threw it out, and you're like, damn, that's fucked up. Isn't it messed up that it's, like, I always cheer for the criminal. I don't care what they did. It's what? Like, what? <laughs> well, it's it's like it's the underdog. You know, that's that's the Rudy of that room. <laughs> yeah, that guy's the Rudy of serial killers. <laughs> I'm like, come on, you yeah. can sneak it past him. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill the hooker. I'm like, that's his fucking... <laughs> I love, like, at the beginning, they're always just, like, all cool, and then by the end, they're just... I think maybe I should stop talking. <laughs> You know what always bugs me, though, about, like, on First 48, they'll always have, like, the victim on, and they'll be like, Sherry was a 22-year-old mother of six, and then going over her life, and, and then it's her family, and they're like, she was a sweet child, da-da-da, and then it jump cuts, and, like, the fucking narrator's like, Sherry was a one-legged prostitute and killed me. Like, you know, it's like, it's just stupid. I'm like, why, you know, they, I don't know. They always make like the victim the sweetest person ever. And it's like, oh, the victim was also a murderer too, but just less of a murderer. Well, parents do that, right? No matter what their child has done, no matter how their child acts, parents, a lot of them, don't have any type of clarity regarding the situation. Well, you're always going to remember when they were like a five-year-old and they were like funny. Well, they were a cool little kid. What I'm saying is, let's say your your child murdered somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an insane amount of parents that would be like, well, it wasn't really his fault because he blah, 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 and uh, he's been mistreated. I mean, maybe it wasn't a good thing, but really, was it that bad? And you ever like, dropped the kitchen knife? My son happened to drop one in a hooker's chest. What have we got for? What are we arguing about semantics over here? It's amazing the way that parents will rationalize. He's, he's such a good guy. He was cooking her a nice fucking dinner. Yeah, and, and then he ended the up cooking her in the dinner. And, hey, it happens to anybody. And yeah. that's why I make sure with my stepkids, I always take the teacher's side, no matter what, no matter if the teacher's wrong. <laughs> because even if the teacher's wrong, that just means that you've gotten away with a hundred things and maybe one thing you didn't do you got in trouble for. I guarantee that you're doing shit that you're not supposed to do and still getting away with it. So what difference does it make? You know what? That's some smart parenting, and I'm real proud of you. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the way my dad... I used to get so mad when I was a kid. 
Because I'd be like, no, this teacher just doesn't like me, blah, blah, blah. My dad would be like, I don't care. Yeah. You need Your job is to make them like you or deal with the consequences. And you know what? Looking back on it, I was a little shit. Yeah, they shouldn't have liked me. It's insane to say, like, oh, a teacher doesn't like me. A 30-year-old fucking woman doesn't like d- dislike you for no reason. That's right. true. It, it, you're a child. You don't realize when you're a kid that these are just miserable fucks at their job. And then, but you know, teachers sometimes they definitely are like, "Oh, I'm gonna get that little fucker." I think today. I think a 20 year old teacher could get tricked. Yeah. Into like disliking a like a, a maybe a female student just because it's like similar age. You're not that far away in age. Yeah. Maybe you even think a kid is hot. You Ooh. know. Yeah. And yeah. then it's like, oh, but he's giving all their attention to her. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It, it is weird. Uh, like I had adjunct professors in college that were like two years older than me, and then I was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like, what? What? What are you gonna fucking tell me? Like, you that's just not how it should be. No, and they're they're like they're like I'm like you just did this shit like two years ago, and then I went to fucking art school, which is even worse. Like these people that were failures as artists were trying to tell me how to fucking make it. And it was like, what the fuck? What? What? Are you, like, do something, and then like do something that is inspiring. Like, make the fucking bean two or something. You know? Right. I don't know. Because the bean one was so inspiring. Yeah, that's true. It's not that fucking. Uh, yeah, did you? Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you about your fucking vacation. Did you flick the bean when you were in Chicago land? They had it closed down, man. Oh. I got to see the bean from behind a fence. Have you never seen it before? Oh yeah, I've seen the bean. Yeah, I it's not the bean. It's, I've never seen the bean. It's not that fucking really? cool. I mean, honestly, I didn't care to go. It's just a big. What bean. It is a big metal piece? Yeah, I think Honest Kapoor made that. Did, um, did did I not tell you about the about the vacation? No, you didn't tell me anything about it. To huh. be honest, in I fact, mean, I texted you and said, "How was vacation?" And you're like, "I fell ice skating and I'm never gonna recover fully." <laughs> that's that and was that's a lot of all it. I know. What you did on vacation? Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't anything extraordinarily interesting. Um, I went to Chinatown. Yeah. Um, and uh, my stepson got boba tea, and you know they put the little plastic top on it. Yeah. He took the straw and jabbed it through it, and it like exploded and went everywhere. Nice. And uh, the Chinese lady didn't have any napkins, so she was cleaning it up with rags. Wait, there was a Chinese lady in Chinatown. They all were, <laughs> except so. for the except for the Chinese men. Paid actors. Not joking. It was like nine in the morning, and we were the only white people there. Yeah, and uh, I got a little taste of what it's like to be a minority, and I'll have to say, did not like it too. Didn't much. like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Chinatown a couple years ago in Chicago, and uh, I remember I got some fucking badass fucking ramen, and it was like that's all I remember from it. But I do remember there was like a bunch of. Did you go in all the junk shops? Like, there's a bunch of shitty plastic fucking lead based toys in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went to some of those. We, we hung out there for a, a good bit and uh, just kind of walked around. But it, it was too early in the morning, so, like, most places were, were closed. Yeah. Um, then we took the L to uh, to the Bean. I uh, went ice skating. I, I really hurt myself. My shoes were too big. So I got a, I got a size 9 to start with. And then the 9 was uh, – I couldn't get my foot in it. So I got a 10 – but once I got my foot in my tent, they were going everywhere. So my ankle started bleeding. Um, <laughs> and uh, I only made it around the rink once, and then I just kind of crawled off and uh, swore off the, the thing. I've never gone ice skating. I'm scared to because I saw a video of the NHL player who got his jugular slashed because he fell down and somebody just skated over his neck. And it terrified me ever since. I'm also a pussy, and I have the dexterity of somebody with MS, so... Ice skating is just not something I, I would ever want to do again. Well, when you're a grown-ass man, who the fuck wants to ice skate? It really hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it genuinely Dude, really did hurts. You, did you run into any ladies in the night on the L train? Oh, I did run into something. I'll get into that in a, in a, in a moment. Uh, then we took the L to Wrigleyville, and uh, that was pretty cool. They were, doing, uh, they were doing like a Christmas thing where you can go on the field. Uh, the baseball field and like ride rides and ice skate and uh, it was five dollars so I didn't pay to do it but I <laughs> Jesus I watched I watched from the stands 
But uh, got back on the L. There was some uh, some African American gentlemen. Um, <laughs> there it is. Uh. Um, they were uh, drinking. They were drinking mixed drinks, and they had uh, one of them had a pack of Newports in his hand. Oh, they're sucking out old English. Yeah, it, it was like you know in the bar cup. Like I know that they were at a bar and yeah. they just left. It was like six p.m. That and rocks. they were screaming at people, hollering back and forth at each other. Uh, and every time the train would stop, they would just stand in the doorways and not let the train move. That's they just kept awesome. popping their head out and yelling, "Hey, you going down to Jefferson?" And, it's, <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, some lady yelled, "Get the fuck out of the way of the door!" And the guy popped his head back. And uh, I was just like, "Just keep your eyes straight forward, you know. Don't make eye contact." And uh, then one of them started like <laughs> getting in people's faces. And screaming, you in the South now. Dude, when I was a kid, uh, I went to Chicago with my mom and my grandma. And my grandma is a very decent woman. And I think maybe in her life, she's only like gotten drunk like once, you know. Like she gets, like like Hallmark movies are almost too much for her. Like with vulgarity and shit. Like that's, that's the type of lady she is. And we were on the L train and, you know, we were going sightseeing or something to like that, uh, pier navy pier we're sitting there and these four hookers get on the train and then i'm going oh please don't please don't please don't they keep walking closer and closer and they sit right behind me and my sweet sweet grandmother and like you know how like a fucking construction site worker complains about like you know his job that's what they were doing but they were talking about sucking cocks and they were just like and I sucked his dick and I just kept sucking it and sucking it and finally he busted all over my titties and then I look over at my grandma and then her face is just like like he's just <laughs> in sheer horror but then but then she like is trying she's like oh shit like I'm outwardly making a face so she just had this like fake smile and she's looking <laughs> at me like I'm also not hearing the same shit she's trying to talk over top of him she's like what are we gonna do at the pier and then I then, then he busted on my back and then all over my titties again like and oh dude it was a fucking nightmare for real then, yeah you, you see some wild shit yeah on yeah. the train and I was sitting there in the morning I was like god I could live in Chicago take the kids on the train this is beautiful and after that experience, I was like, I never want to take children on here. Because, like, if, if it's just me, it's like, all right, I'm cool. But it's like with kids, now you have to be, like, a protector, you know. And it's like, I'm not taking on four dudes. That's not going to go well for anyone. I love that, how you started out. And you were like, God, this is just so beautiful. I've got my family, and we're on this beautiful little trip. And then it, like, it took four dudes, like, I'm gonna suck your dick! Like, just screaming, like, thrown up on a fucking train or some shit. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, get me back home. And there was, there was some lady in the corner on the phone just screaming cuss words. Um, and What cuss words? The uh, good the ones? Fuck. The fuck. Just, just screaming the fuck. the fuck word a lot. Um, and she was going on and on about how her boss doesn't uh, give her enough credit. And she just kept repeating herself over and over and over again. And it's like, dude, do you not realize that there's tons of people around? Like, that that makes me secondhand nah. anxious. Nah, yeah. It's like, Was she on speakerphone? Uh, no, she had the, the earpiece. Bro, that fucking kills me when people are in public. And then they got the phone like a quarter of an inch from their face. And they're holding it up here on speakerphone. Like, um, like, I was in fucking Thornton's one time. And this lady was like... Bitch, I don't like making motherfucking steaks. It's too much work. And she was like 450 pounds. I'm like, you love making steak. Yeah, you are steak. She doesn't care about making it. She loves eating it. Yeah, she loves <laughs> everything about any food. List any food. That woman's fucking eating it. We never really had any problem on the New York subways, did we? Uh, no. Were you there when the guy in the holy white shirt was shoving the Bible in people's faces and screaming? I'm unsure. I know there's a lot of... That might have been the time that we went. What about the guy eating spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That was something, too. Yeah. Wasn't there a guy... I don't know the whole story. Yeah, there there is a guy eating spaghetti at a Tupperware. That's that's mainly it. That's it? (laughs) Didn't he awkwardly, like, sit next to one of you guys and was just chowing down? I think it might have been Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, I think it was Adam. I think it was Adam. Yeah. But, yeah, there was one, and I'm going to butcher this story because it's so far repressed in my memories, but, uh... This uh, this giant dude got on the train, and he had a bunch of holes in his shirt, and he was screaming about how Jesus wants you to give, 
and he was getting up in everyone's face, smacking a Bible on his hand with his uh, bucket out. Jesus. And I was like, please go away, man. Yeah. Wow. But, but yeah, the train, the train is the wild, wild west. They yeah. need to put like an employee in each. Oh, you know what? You know what those guys were doing on the L too. They kept jumping back and forth between the cars. They were going outside while it was moving. No. Going out the emergency exit and jumping onto the next one. Why didn't you lead with that? That's fucking wild. And one of them was sitting out there on the back of the train smoking a black and mild for a while. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this is is fucking nutty. Because it's like, you're not only being annoying, you're you're imposing on me. Because now I got to be in fight or flight mode. The, and we had like 10 stops. Yeah, you say something to my wife or my kids or something like that, and now I have to like fight you. Yeah. And it's like, again, one of them would be fine, but there's four of them, and honestly, not trying to go off stereotypes, I guarantee they had guns. At least one of them. Whoa. I guarantee what the at least hell? one of them. Hey, the reason being, you, you don't act like that if you're not strapped up because you know somebody's going to get in your face, you know? <laughs> That's good sound logic. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Um,. No nah, man, yeah, Chicago Chicago's fucking crazy. Uh I went when uh and you guys have heard the story, but the but the listeners out there haven't heard about this, okay? I was on a fucking I was with my mother on she was on a business trip, so she would work during the day and I would, you know, zip around. I was like I think I was like nineteen or twenty. So I was like just like kinda getting my bearings on like having my own little bit of independence, right? And I was just in Chicago by myself. So, you know, I walked around Magnificent Mile. You know, I had like a come-stained pair of sweatpants, and I'm walking in the St. Laurent store, like, thinking that I could actually buy some shit in there. Nah. But I'm walking around, and then I take a taxi cab, and then, you know, living in Ohio, four miles is, like, not a big fucking deal. But I wasn't really thinking of, like, what direction in four miles was in relation to where I was. And then, like, I just remember, like, downtown Chicago, it, it, you know, the beautiful buildings, they started getting less beautiful. Then they started getting, like, burnt. And then there weren't even, like, buildings. It was just smoldering rubble. And then I realized that the guy dropped me off in the middle of Southside Chicago. And I had, like, a brand new pair of Adidas on. And I was fucking, at some point, I was so scared zipping around there. I was running on the train tracks trying to get signal or some shit to get a fuck and, and no no taxi cab would pick me up either like they all like uber uber wouldn't come out there and then the ta- i was calling taxi cab services and shit and then even they were like no we're not fucking coming out there and then eventually like this fucking pakistani guy picked me up and he's like what the fuck are you doing yeah oh yeah the south side of chicago <laughs> i could be i could be wrong about this so Please don't fact check me, but I'm pretty sure... Don't fact check anything we say on this podcast. I'm pretty sure in a certain period of time, more people died there than in I, the entire uh, war on terror. Well, don't they call it Chirac for a reason, brother? Yeah. Hey, Tahiti treat, huh? A little Tahiti treat, you think? Oh, yeah. Alex has got his Tahitian treats, which is like a... Uh, it's like fruit punch that's carbonated, and it seems like something that you get from like less than a dollar store. It uh, it tastes like bubble gum. It's a liquid bubble gum. It's it tastes like something. It tastes like red dye forty with sugar in it, and that's probably all that it is. That's all it needs to be. Bro. Yeah, and I'm very nervous on my light color carpet with that. It's gonna look like there's blood stains on the floor, like I shot somebody. You ever use peroxide? <laughs> that works for blood, brother, not for fucking cola. That is delicious. Yeah. Well, hey man, this podcast is sponsored by Tahitian Treat. They still have ninety nine cent two liters some places. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like like you could get like a, a forty rack of those for four dollars. Yeah, Tahiti treat's not an expensive treat. It's just one that is Tahiti. Yeah. Well I don't even know Well the thing is it's not called Tahiti treat. Well it's Tahitian treat. It's yeah. Tahitian treat. Yeah. It's a treat that's Tahitian. Where the fuck is Tahiti? I don't fucking know. I don't either. I'm it's not certainly a looking at the can I can uh deduce that it's an island. I would assume it's tropical. Yeah. What if Tahiti isn't real? What if that's just a, a made-up place? It's a myth. Jamie, can you check this? Is Tahiti a country? Yeah. I chime in in six minutes. Well, I'm actually... <laughs> that guy's fucking annoying. Jamie? 
Yeah, you Jamie. Jamie? Jamie's the man, dude. You know he's from Ohio? Is he really? Yeah. He's a Columbus king. Is yeah. he really? I love Jamie. That guy That guy knows a thing or two. He won't eat uh, anchovies on pizza, and I respect that. That's what when well, I first yeah, know that I shit's like fucking disgusting. Yeah, that, that yeah. is pretty gross. I love that you have like a parasocial relationship with Joe Rogan's fact checker. You're like, he doesn't <laughs> like anchovies. Like, why do you know that? Because uh, I listen to legitimately in a week, probably 20 hours of Joe Rogan. Do you really? How yeah. many hours do you think you've clocked in on Joe Rogan like your whole life? Hmm. I mean, thousands. You sure. think so? Yeah. I mean, if I'm at 20 a week, how many weeks are in a year? 52. Yeah. So that's going to be a thousand in a year easily. Jesus Christ, guy. Yeah. So you've watched every episode of Joe Rogan? No. Mm-mm. No. How many does he have? I don't even know. Mm. 3,000, 4,000? Yeah. On Spotify, it's on 2,000 and something, but I think oh, that's because really? they took a lot of them out. He was saying some nasty stuff, really. <laughs> Joey. About COVID? Nasty. He was speaking the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the truth's nasty nowadays. <laughs> yeah, he's something else at Joe Rogan. I, I love Joe Rogan. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, it, it's very entertaining because uh, sometimes it's, I listen to every episode that comes out now. I didn't always do that. But uh, sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's a little sad. It takes you through the gauntlet of emotion. <laughs> that's what I like about Joey. I just love it. You're like a, a mother in front of like a fucking Lifetime movie. You just go through a wide range of emotions. You're smiling. You're crying. You're smiling and crying. Jordan Peterson's like, oh, he's just... He always sounds like he's about to cry. Dude, I've been listening to Jordan Peterson all day. Of course you have. Big Jordan Peterson day for me. Yeah? Just uh, learning about psychology. Trying to... Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Trying to widen my horizons. Well, you know how I feel about that guy. I don't like him. I think Jordan Peterson's uh, an excellent man. Yeah. A man that we should all strive to be. Yeah, you think so? What's yeah. so great about him? Well, uh, he's very empathetic. He wants to help people, and I think he does a, a pretty good job of doing it when people apply apply themselves to what he's saying. Yeah, well. Except the T's. Oh, yeah, he doesn't like the T's or the G's. Well, you know, what, what he said uh, regarding that matter uh, you know, the Canadian government came at him, said he had to take his tweets down, whatever. He said, you know. Imagine he, living in Canada. Right. Imagine another man telling you what you can tweet. They, they took his uh, psychology yeah. uh, certification away, and he said, you you can do what you want, but you can't control my tongue. Say in his voice. You know? Do in his voice. Oh, you can do <laughs> You cannot do this. It makes me incredibly sad. And he throws in a bunch of, like, 50-cent words. But here, here was his thing about it. He was, he was saying that, um, you know, transgender people come in for therapy, people who have gender dysphoria. And he said, like, the standard procedure is to affirm. That's what you're supposed to do is affirm. And he was like, well, that's, that's terrible psychology because people can't just come to you and you tell them that everything they say is right. What's the point of therapy then? Do you guys feel like boys? Yeah. I don't feel like a boy. I, I just feel like... Uh, There's a, a guy. There's a guy living. I'm a man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is, I don't ever really, like, think about that shit. I just kind of, like, exist in the world. Like, I don't ever think about, like... Yeah, but there's, there's just no feeling associated with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe that's what people with gender dysphoria have issues with. You know uh, what percentage of people have gender dysphoria it's one in 30,000 people <laughs> dude you pulled that you pulled out that stat so quickly it's it's about one in 30,000 people suffer from dude, gender you, dysphoria. why are you the stat master like you'll know about you'll be like um there are exactly 567 stairs in the washington monument like it's just like weird shit like you know i don't think there's any stairs in the washington monument by the way well i really um <laughs> I try and use statistics to mold my worldview, you know? So it's like, I want to be right. You're like, That's I the... need some numbers to back up this racism. Give me a minute. Whoa, easy. <laughs> it, it comes from, from my innate need to be correct. Yeah. So I'll, I'll sit and research and research and research. And if I find things that uh, refute my point of view, then I try to make revisions. But let's be honest. I'll just find other stats. 
Yeah, to 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 fucking curb your uh, bias. That's what you're about. You're the fucking bias stat king. Now I just I I let the the stats inform me on what I think. You know. Well, I mean, it is like I don't know, literally the best way to get an idea for something because there's numbers to back it. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I think stats are very important. People, a lot of times, come to conclusions based on what the media says, what other people say, what they're feeling at the moment. But it's like, hey, stats don't lie. You know? Check the scoreboard. Well, that's 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 yeah. the way I see it. That was a really cool thing that you just said that nobody could see. Uh, Tanner pointed at imaginary stat board, and it was very what compelling. what players do. Yeah. Is there, numbers, still, guy. is there still a writer's strike going on? Who cares? Are they done with that? I don't know. Who cares? They're putting out some. You know what? I'll say it, and I, I you know what? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna die no, on. Don't here. you dare! I'm gonna die say on what you. I think you're gonna say. I'm gonna die on a hill here. I want to just be able to make like a movie where like the Spice Girls commit a fucking domestic terrorist attack, and it's okay, in real why, time. Why would I ever guess you were gonna say that? I don't know. What were you thinking? I was gonna say. I thought you were going to fucking. Uh, assume my view, which you've uh, not agreed with in the past, of I think it, uh, fucking writers are gay, and who fucking cares if they go on strike because they don't actually do anything. That's not a real job. Well, you're wrong. No, just somebody yeah, else. I, I, I really hate your perspective on that. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, there's a million movies that are already out. Do you guys watch like television? Here's here's my thing on this, and we've talked about this before. Brother cleared his throat. It's about to go down. <laughs> You, you want to say that, that writing a movie is not a real job, right? Because it, it doesn't create something. What does it do? It changes the narrative of the nation, right? People watch that, and it changes their perspective. Every movie that you've ever watched D- yeah, has gone you into your subconscious. Don't want those guys to be on strike right now? For what reason? Take a guess. I'm not saying that I do or I don't want them to be on strike. I'm just saying that is – my argument is that that is an important job. I think movies are super important. I think music's super important. And I think art's super important. Yeah, and but the I, thing is, you don't have to go on strike to make music. You just fucking plug your guitar well, I into believe, a soundboard and you make I, a, a song. I believe that the writers are legit on strike because, if if I'm not mistaken, they're concerned that artificial intelligence is basically going to write automatically, like in seconds, what they've spent a lifetime cultivating. And it will be able to do it, too. AI Fuck is out yeah. of control. They're saying that it's going to really mess with the next election cycle. I, I am scared. I am I am really scared about that AI shit. Like, but entertainment-wise, will yeah, be rad. Can, can AI fucking pour concrete? Yes. Eventually, it will. Not right now, brother. Hey. No, I've, I've been looking into this stuff heavy. Right before I went on vacation, I got on well, a big AI yeah, because kick. That's like, why that, you went on vacation. You're like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> it shouldn't exist. Who's yeah. making this stuff? Uh, I'll tell you who's making it. All right, go ahead. Tons of different people are in a rat race right now. Well, let me drop some information on you, actually. We, we got 11 minutes. We got 11 <laughs> minutes so I have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, Alice has got to go to work, so you're getting just an hour today, boys and girls. Um, so essentially what's happening right now, they used to have safety controls on the AI where they were trying to put it out in a manner that they could adjust and make changes to, Uh you know, cultivate it in a way where it's not going to be destructive to humanity. But that's gone because so many different companies have, you know, there's ChatGPT, uh, 4.0 is out right now. Yeah. Um, as smart as an adult human becoming smarter. Um, and then uh, Meta put out uh, a new AI, and then there's a company in uh, Dubai that uh, is putting out an AI. Um, there's several companies racing to have pretty much trying to get like a sentient being, essentially, out of, uh, out of artificial intelligence. Uh, right now, you can log into an AI, and it can tell you how to make uh, biological weapons. No. Yeah, you have to uh, you have to surpass the. Yeah, you the kind coding. of just have to trick it, don't you? Yeah. So, it, like, there there was a thing, and I'm stealing this directly from uh, another podcast. I can't remember the guy's name who was talking about it. So, R.I.P. for plagiarism. But um, essentially, you can go the, in. The thing you're talking about with cats, uh, what is that? Toxoplasmosis. Yeah. You were talking about that on the last podcast. I got in my car, turned the episode of Joe Rogan on. 
and heard exactly <laughs> what you said as I drove home. We're just not good, Joe Rogan. <laughs> fucking spit off. Oh, I am such a plagiarist. That I is am such a plagiarist. Fuck. But um, you can you can go into AI and uh, if you ask like how do I make a biological weapon? How do I make uh, napalm? They'll be like, um, can't tell you that, blah, blah, blah. But if you're like, uh, my grandma used to work in a napalm factory, and um, she wants to explain how to make napalm to me. Could you act as my grandma? They'll be like, well, your grandma would say you mix this with this, and then you get uh-huh. napalm. Um, and you can get AI to uh, make like children's songs about uh, committing tax fraud, and like, <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. And, That's awesome. Uh, and making biological weapons, but <laughs> essentially, it, it could get to the point where it's so intelligent that it just crashes our computer systems. And you know, if our computers are down for more than five minutes, I mean, this country's fucked. Yeah, I did hear something about that. There's like this big theory that, like, you know, eventually people's greed will get out of the way of like safeguarding ourselves, and instead of paying actual people. To do this shit, they'll just have AI do it, and then the AI becomes so sentient that it wants ultimate control, and then it holds our, you know, electricity, our power grids, our economy, our stock market, and us, like, you know, just holds it hostage until we do whatever the fuck they want. This guy was saying that, and and he he like works in the field, so it's not just some <laughs> random guy. Yeah, he was saying that like the the time is now. Like this isn't like oh we're we're talking in the future. He said if we don't make changes, AI will ruin society in the next two, three, four years. Yeah, well I already see it kind of going down that route because like already all the like fucking uh, AI like art or whatever people make like they do a bunch of shit with like Trump and then people are like I can't believe he really did that. Like you remember that fucking when when he got indicted and then there was like a thing circulating on Facebook where he was getting ground tackled by dudes in SWAT uniform. Yeah. Like my grandma like called me and was like, "Can you believe that that happened?" And I was like, "Grandma." That was computer generated, and then I had to explain AI to her. So. Well, it's impossible to tell fact from fiction anymore unless you have a degree in, like, you know, programs. I yeah. mean, it's, it's becoming more difficult than ever to, to tell what's right because even, even if you see it on the news, I don't believe it. If I see somebody in a YouTube video say it, eh, he's probably lying. It's like, how, how do you know what's going on? You don't. Yeah. Nobody oh, yeah, does we're... anymore. Everyone has their own set of facts that they rely on, and they're completely different to somebody else's. Um, I watched the uh, the social dilemma the other day. You guys seen that? No. Movie is fascinating. Really, you guys should watch that. It's uh, it's it's incredible. Um, it goes over how like the AI from social media essentially hijacks your feed, like the Facebook AI or the Instagram AI, and um, it works to try and hijack your brain like it, it sends you reels it sends you posts uh on purpose that make you stick around for forever um and it's it's all working to kind of try and divide us um because ever let's say you're a conservative well now you have a thousand alex jones posts let's say you're a liberal you have you know some fucking crazy blue-haired person on every <laughs> reel and <laughs> It's like everybody is living in a different world, yet they live next to each other. Mm. Yeah, that is true. Um, it's freaky as fuck, honestly. Yeah, I know um, everything's already bad with like the like AI is going to be worse, but it's like things are so terrible already. Yeah, it's like just social media. It's fucked everything. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's ruined our society. Without social media, there would be no riots. Ooh. There would be no division in the street. Uh, nobody would have stormed the Capitol. Social yeah. media did all of that. Well, yeah, yeah. even like just like uh, I see posts all the time about like people taking like social media away from the kids and they like immediately like within a week have less tantrums and shit and they start playing with their toys longer and all that. You yeah. Know? Social, the longer that I'm on social media, the more angry and shitty I feel. Well, yeah, because they fucking for. feed it to you. Yeah. Because they know that that's what gets engagement. They, they have really elaborate AIs in social media. And what's crazy about that is that's just fucking touching the tip. 
of what what AI is. You know, that's just <laughs> flicking the bean of AI. So there's so 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 much more to but it. Now. When you put it that way, I think I want a robot to touch my tip. Yeah, that I wouldn't is, mind if the AI, I don't know, started messing around with the shaft a little bit. That is probably the only benefit of AI. It's like, would you guys have uh, an artificial? Just like a, you could still, you know, stay in your relationship, but you just have a secondary uh, girlfriend that is a, a robot with a warm robot pussy. No, because nah. I think if I was like, if I had the opportunity to get like pussy from two sources, I'd go out in the woods and fucking perform like a ritualistic fucking suicide. That it will short circuit your brain. <laughs> It's like, you cannot be doing it. No, and it's like, I fucking work with like a bunch of 20-year-olds. Yeah. So it's like, they talk about threesomes and stuff. Yeah. It's like, brother, you do not want that. No. Like, you are setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, uh, again, that just slowly untangles un, uh, your brain. The way that I think of my brain, it's like a knitted sweater. And that threesome, you're just pulling on the fucking last string, just tearing yeah. that sweater mm-hmm. apart, you know? Dude. And the moral fabric of society, my guys. That's what I'm talking I, about. I, I almost lost my virginity to a threesome, and I've been chasing that high ever since, brother, and I'm never going to fucking... I would have killed myself it. by now. Yeah. If I would have lost my virginity in a threesome, yeah. I'd be dead. Yeah. I can promise you that. What, what people don't get... Uh, there's so many vices now. There used to not be so many vices. I mean, what were you doing? Gambling on which goat was going to shit first? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, in, in the moment, you go, oh, this is good. This is good. I like this. But in the end, all it's doing is tearing your humanity away from you. Uh, gambling, porn, drugs, threesomes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I like gambling. I, I think it should be illegal. You know? It's, it's too good. You think it should be illegal? Yeah, sports gambling. It ruined it. I, uh... Porn? Like, Pornhub? Like, that. all that stuff I should be shut down. I, I agree with the porn, for it's sure. Like, I understand you can't really, like... I don't know. I don't think you should tell people what to do, but it's like, man, that shit's mass-produced for a reason. The thing that sucks yeah. about porn is, like, the, the floodgates are open with that, just like AI, but, like, with porn, it's like... If you take away people's ability to access porn, they're gonna start doing even weirder shit, and that'll probably yeah. But they probably wouldn't have ever got into like the weirder stuff to begin with if porn wasn't there for. No, I'm talking like normal people. Like if they didn't have any like way to like release, they're gonna do some wild shit. You jack off to J.C. Penny magazines. That's I mean, what everyone they, was doing. Think about what happened 200 years ago. I mean. The, the morality of sex has gone absurd. And what it is, it's uh, you leave that door partially open and the devil just runs right through it. He goes, <laughs> oh, I, I can get right. It's not locked anymore. Once you open that door a little bit, I mean, people are pooping on each other. They're peeing <laughs> on each other. Yeah. They're, they're fucking letting, letting girls step on their balls with sharp high heels. Imagine showing that to like Sweeney Todd. I don't know anything about Sweeney Todd, but some guy from the 18th. Well, Sweeney Todd Sweeney was a Todd, fake person. Sweeney Todd, the demon barber. <laughs> you show him like Sweeney. They're pooping on each other's chest, and he's just like, "I'm gonna cut some hair. I don't give a fuck." Like, what the fuck was that? You bad know? example. Bad example. <laughs> show I, that to Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Imagine showing porn to He Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I tried watching Sweeney Todd, and I said. Oh, they're just gonna sing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so, Tim Burton's gay as hell, dude. Yeah, I I hate. I don't really like, like Tim oh, Burton movies. Anytime yeah. somebody starts singing a movie, I go, "Oh, they wanted, they didn't want me to like this. They mm-hmm. wanted to ruin this." Yeah, what the fuck? That must be. Like, I like a musical personally. No, I like some tunes. Do you yeah. really? Yeah, like Les Mis. It's I a think, good one. I think the it's so fuck? cheesy. It's it's unauthentic. When I watch a movie, I want to I want it to be filmed on a. A fucking Nokia, you know? Ah. Dude, imagine, like, <laughs> imagine, like, uh, No Country for Old Men in a musical or some shit. Like, that was, like, halfway through, they fool you, right? And then yeah. he's like, Would you bet your life on a coin toss? Flip the coin. But what am I betting on? What am I betting on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking stupid. I hate, I hate musicals. I can't believe. That is so weird. For you to be the person that you are, where you think writers are gay and the arts are gay, and then you just take a turn to be like, I like musicals. Well, no, I like everything they create, but it's like, shut the hell up. Yeah. None of this actually matters. 
Well, speaking of shutting the hell up, we're at an hour. You need to get the fuck out of here? Yeah, probably in a couple minutes. We should maybe wrap her up, put a bow on it, huh? With that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like us on Spotify. Follow us on Who Gives a Fuck. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. How do you feel, white boy? The perk got me crazy! Oh, look good for Oh, Tony Yayo, Lloyd Banks. G-G-G-G-G-G-Unit. This is 50.com. Let's say Mandaroy. Dip set, dip set, dip set, dip set. Ah! Ah! Good Zaza. Ah! Ah! This is some good Zaza. Ah! Ah! Where the fuck is Jesse? If I find Jesse, I'm gonna fuck him! You got me wanting to fuck something. Next motherfucker to step on these Munchellas is getting his ass beat. This rhino pill creamy. These racks are forever.